You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Hope Against Hope is the title of this devotion. You know, the heart, the soul, the psyche of man needs hope. You need something to look forward to. You need something to be excited about. You need something worth living for. It really, we need it. We all need it. And, and it's healthy for us. And I think that, and that's a little bit on the, uh, uh, but an important, different note, but important. You know, I think about the early church. The early church was incredibly strong in their faith because they were constantly made aware of the ever-living hope of Jesus Christ's return and the new creation. That there would be a new heaven and a new earth and that this earth with all of its misery of sin would pass away. That the heavens with all of the star systems would be rolled up like a scroll like figs, the stars would fall from the heavens, these are scriptures, and that there will be a new heaven and a new earth. While the natural atheistic mind can never comprehend such a thing because they place all their, they place all their faith on science instead of God's word. And God's word is not against science, but science can be against God's word at times. I have learned to always put my trust in the word of the Lord who created all things, not by things that were visible, but by his word. And I believe that. I have absolutely not the slightest doubt that God is the great creator, the great innovator, the great sustainer of all creation, and that everything is upheld by his will and for his glory and purpose. And you know, dear friends, the early church had an incredible faith and were able to pass through times of terrible martyrdom because they knew they had a better and lasting possession awaiting them in heaven. They knew that they had a future in the Lord. And while that needs to be one of the fundamental inspirations of our expectation and enthusiasm for living by faith, God himself gives us hope, like, for example, Abraham and Sarah. Abraham and Sarah were given this spirit of faith in hope that they would be the father and mother of a multitude. And this enabled them to bear the decaying forces of the sinful flesh and the barrenness that Sarah suffered with. I really have deep compassion for her that despite that she had such a spirit of faith that she trusted God to give her power to conceive, we talk, see he's talked about in Hebrews 11, that despite these circumstances, she suffered so painfully for so long with the barrenness and the shame that came along with that, especially in those days. And Abraham had to endure by faith and stand fast by faith and not give up his faith that what God had promised he was able to perform 
and keep giving him praise that what he had said he would also do. And the scripture says, and because of that, because he looked to God and because he gave him praise for what he had said that he would do it, he was strengthened in faith and was given hope when there was no hope. You see, it says here in Romans chapter 15, okay, Romans chapter 15, verse 13, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Abound in hope. Overflow with hope, with expectation, with a positive attitude about you. And people say, why do you look so happy? Why do you smile? Why are you so positive? It's because the Holy Spirit fills you with hope and joy in believing. And you have this, this joy and this hope in believing. And it is bigger than what you can explain because it is the glory set before us in Jesus, but it is also what cultures and matures the heart to come to the rest of faith. My Father has spoken it. He will do it. He has said it. He will bring it to pass. I know my Redeemer lives. I know I can trust God who watches over His Word to perform it. And I know His Word shall not return void. And you become so one in your heart with that faith of the Word, with that Word of faith and hope, that you are the carrier of the promise. You are the carrier of the word. You are the carrier of the hope. You become a light of hope for others who are trying to find their way. You become a light of hope for others who have given up and thinking they'll never see better days. David says again and again in Psalm 30, they say, who will show us any good? Oh, my goodness, listen to this, Psalm 30. Oh, sorry, that's Isaiah 30. Here's Psalm 30. Here it is. He says, um, is it Psalm 30? Uh, uh, um, oh, what, 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 where is that verse? It's Psalm 4. Thank you, Jesus, for reminding me, for reminding me. Oh my goodness, if I didn't have the Holy Spirit, folks, I could not remember scriptures. Honestly, my memory in the flesh is not the best. Virginia has a much better memory. Thank God that she's, that we're one because so many times I need her to help me remember things in the flesh, but the Holy Spirit helps me. I, I as a pastor, you have all these precious people and I, and I have to remember their names to make them feel I have a personal relationship. Of course I have a personal relationship. Sometimes it's like I'm saying, Lord, Lord, I know their name. It's in there somewhere. Please help me remember. <laughs> we have this dear sister in the church who I love with all my heart. She's such a saint of God. And I called her uh, Margaret. I called her Margaret. And every time I would say, hi, good to see you, Margaret. Thanks for being here. And she'd smile at me. So then one time I said to her, Margaret, every time I greet you, you always smile to me. She said, Pastor, my name is Catherine. 
and I've been in the church for 10 years. <laughs> You've called me Margaret for 10 years. <laughs> I tell you, I don't have my doubts that the people in the church love me. Because <laughs> I've sometimes called people by the wrong name. <laughs> they love me anyway. Now that's called love, you know. So I now know that's Catherine. <laughs> Even though silly, my mind still sometimes will say Margaret. I say, no, it's not Margaret, it's Catherine. <laughs> but you see, the Holy Spirit is amazing at remembering things. Oh, I want to encourage you. If you struggle with your memory, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. I, I ask for it all the time. So here, I, I don't know how I got onto this, but many will say, who will show us any good? Here it is, verse 6 of Psalm 4. There are many who say, who will show us any good? In other words, they have no hope. They're pessimistic. They become resentful. They've become brittle inside, hurt, crushed, wounded. And I just don't have a vision anymore. You see, the people, the Bible says that my people perish for lack of vision. They have no vision. They can't see it anymore. They've lost that light in their, in their heart that looks and says, yeah, I know God's good. I know He loves me. I know He's got amazing things prepared. They don't have that kind of reality of heart. It, it's kind of gotten crushed so many times and they need to be revived. They need to be re-envisioned. They need to be re-inspired. They need to have the Holy Spirit again filled up with hope and joy in believing. They need to again live in the power of that hope that God gives by the Holy Spirit. Many, David says, say, who will show us any good, Lord? Lift up the light of your countenance upon us, for you have put gladness in my heart more than in the seasons that their grain and wine increased. I will both lie down in peace and sleep, for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell safely. In other words, Lord, I, I'm all is well. I know my life is in your hands. I know you love me. I know you're with me. Oh, Lord, I know, I know you hold my future. David said that so many times. In Psalm 31, I think, he says, my future, verse 15, is in God's hands. In Psalm 16, he says, all that I am and all that I have comes from you, Lord, for you give me all that I need. My future is in your hand. That's in the New English translation of Psalm 16. Oh, I'm just so grateful that God keeps giving hope keeps giving hope. And I understand, listen to this for a second. It can be painful at times. It can be painful when you have hope and yet it's not happened yet. And then you go, but Lord, you said it, but Lord, I know you will do it, but why, why Lord, why? Oh, I've cried that. I've cried it. I really have. I've cried, why Lord? I've really wept with true tears of pain, having to wait on the Lord. But David says in Psalm 40, I waited patiently on the Lord and he inclined to me and delivered me out of a horrible pit and put a new song of praise in my mouth and placed my feet upon a solid rock. 
You know, he says here, the word says here in Lamentations, Jeremiah says in chapter 3, verse 26, it is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Again, it is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Okay, pastor, tell me one of the things that is good about that. It develops your character, according to Romans chapter 5, verse 5. It develops your character. You see, hope demands perseverance, and perseverance produces character in the heart. Character is where nothing else is sustaining, upholding you. You keep a good heart and a good attitude. You're not motivated by the forces from the outside. You live by the nature of the inside. I, I tell you the truth, there are many trials that come to us in this life that we cannot pass through unless we have some character. It is the lack of character often that causes us to stumble and fall. It is not that we haven't had experiences with God. Some people who have had the most greatest anointings and greatest powers and have seen miracles can make some of the most painful choices and fall into some of the most painful sins because they did not allow God to develop character in them. Character is something God's looking to develop in us in the time when we're waiting and hoping in Him. It is good that one should hope and wait quietly, non-complaining for the salvation of the Lord. And the previous verses say, through the Lord's mercies were not consumed because His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in Him. You see, that's character. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in Him. You see, that's character. My inner man says, no, I trust in God. No, I know God's faithful. No. I know what he has said he will do. How long have you been believing that? Oh, about 34 years I've been believing for this church to grow to a multitude of people. Why would you want it to be a multitude of people? In my opinion, the church is always too small when there's still more people outside than inside. In my opinion, the Lord wants every man to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. And we need to all do our part in sharing His love with the next person we meet and trust the Lord to give the increase as He adds to the church daily, those who are being saved. I really believe it's the Lord that causes the church to grow. And yes, we do our part. I was last Sunday, I went to one of the uh, kebabs stores to get some chips for the dinner. We had the whole family at our house to get some french fries, some chips and, and uh, and I always go there and I have a good time. Most all the people that work there come from the nation of Turkey. I love the country of Turkey. I've preached in Istanbul and a wonderful church there. And, uh, and I was in there last Sunday and I'm, I'm coming in there and I'm 
everybody's shaking hands and greeting them. How are you? I said, oh, I'm so happy. And, and the man said, why are you so happy? And I had not seen that man before. He was an older gentleman. I hadn't seen him before. I said, why am I so happy? Because God loves me and he lives in my heart by his spirit. And that's my joy and my salvation in the presence of the Lord is fullness of joy. He said, are you a Christian? I said, yes. He said, me too. He said, what do you do? I said, I'm the pastor of a church. He said, I'd like to come. So I gave him the address. I mean, I wasn't evangelizing. I wasn't, no, you know, we need to all be this way. Jesus said, let your light so shine that man may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. What is the good works that we believe? Jesus said, this is the work of God that you believe in him whom he sent, that you believe in Jesus and his great love for you. You see, that's the spirit of hope that comes out of you. I pray that spirit of hope that we see in Abraham and Sarah, that spirit of hope that we see radiating from Jesus like a light in the world, that same Spirit is in you too. You do have hope and the Holy Spirit is here filling you with it so that you can rejoice in hope through faith in Jesus Christ and that you can see that hope help people kind of perk up and go, wow, better days are coming. Hey, something good is about to happen. Come on, let's be that hope for people that good days are here again, or let me say it this way, happy days are here again because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? Have a good day.